Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. That pause was because I said 2019 in my head, but it is actually 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my co-host, Matt Sheehan. Matt, what is going on? Oh, you know what they say, never let your 9-to-5 job bleed into your uh, regional college sports podcast. So I'm just going to go ahead and stick to that old adage uh, and uh, yeah, do that. I'm fine. I'm here. <laughs> Do you have a bad day at work? No, it was no. It's a fine day, but like, oh my god! If there could be four thousand more things uh, going on, that'd just be great. Anyway, I've already bored people way too much with uh, what I've talked about. So let's get into it, Will. Let's just do the old thing. Let's let's do the old thing. Uh, on today's show, we're going to yeah. talk some footbally things. <laughs> Woo! As if basketball wasn't causing us enough pain over the no, last couple of days. No, you 29-point loss was bad. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Buckle right um, in. We got a doozy for you today. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about a story uh, Tony Paul from the Detroit News wrote about. Um, we'll get into some specifics there. It's it's about the... D'Antonio was deposed on we Friday in the, about, in the yeah. Curtis Blackwell lawsuit. And there's some new stuff in this reporting um, some of it is relevant. Some of it is just kind of filling in some blanks on older stories. Um, so we'll get into the things that I think are pertinent from that moving forward. And then we'll talk about Cody White's NFL decision. We haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. Um, I have a take out there that I need to retract regarding that. Matt, I think, is going to try to not let me. So we'll do no, that in not, segment not two. Not a chance. <laughs> um, and, and talk maybe about some transfer portal things as well. And then in segment three... Yes. We are going to address a very pressing question uh, mm-hmm. from Tom Fornelli on Twitter. Would you cheat to ensure your team a championship? Uh, you'll get Matt and I's answer in segment three. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the only way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. You yeah. can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get podcasts. And Matt, we are doing a mailbag. Oh, yeah, we are. Big old sack of mail. We are doing a mailbag, um, maybe Thursday show. We'll see if we get a ton of questions um, in time uh, for Wednesday show. We can do it there, but I'm thinking Thursday. So email lockedonspartans at gmail.com. Um, I did get a question that straggled in after the Purdue game there, so that'll be included. Uh, I think it was from Dylan Swan. So Dylan, don't worry. Okay, I've, Dylan. I've seen your question. Um, but email us lockedonspartans at gmail.com, or you can tweet at myself or Matt at will underscore underscore hunter, 1L2 underscores at Sheehan underscore sports. And we will send out tweets trying to solicit uh, some questions as mm-hmm. well. So mailbag. questions or just life questions, you know? Yes. Let's not limit this here. The, Honestly. The, the, the I, world is our stage here. I so much prefer random weird questions. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me, uh, in a previous mailbag, if I had to impress Mark D'Antonio with a single fast food meal, how would I go about doing that? Um, mm-hmm. So stuff like that, um, or yeah. just general life questions as well. And we'll try to get to as many as we can uh, later in this week. So let's uh, let's jump into this story from Tony Paul, Detroit News. And again, a lot of it centers on the Blackwell-D'Antonio lawsuit, and a lot of it is sort of 
because Blackwell is on the record, because Michigan State is no commenting everything. It's a lot of Blackwell's sort of, here's why I'm suing the the university, here's what's happened in my life. And that stuff, I, I don't think, I don't, I'm not terribly interested in. I don't think fans are terribly interested in. It's a it's mm-hmm. an issue MSU's just having to deal with in terms of whether or not they're going to end up having to pay him or, or whatever. Um, and, and there's some new information there, some details on um, the the assaults that caused, um, you know, Josh King, Donnie Corley, Demetric Vance, and Austin Robertson to be kicked off the program. Some more stuff in there that's, you know, I think it's important to read and you, and you should go read it, but isn't really relevant to the status status of the program now. We know how the those assaults were sort of handled. The, the thing that I thought was the most interesting coming out of it is the information regarding Austin Robertson before he got to Michigan State. And there's been some kicking around of, you know, should Michigan State have brought him onto campus? Um, mm-hmm. In retrospect, it's an obvious no. Sure is. Yep. <laughs> that was a mistake. Big time. Um, yeah. But there is some good reporting in here on how there was a coaches meeting in terms of, you know, D'Antonio talking with Ron Burton and Brad, or not Brad Salem, Dave Warner. Dave Warner is the Midwest um, recruiting. Uh, it was his area. So he was primarily uh, in contact. All three of them kind of had a sit down and saw, you know, D'Antonio asked them for their opinions. And we found out Ron Burton is the coach who said, you know, I have a daughter on campus. I wouldn't want this player on campus with my daughter. And I'm not, did we know it was Ron Burton? I know we knew that a coach had said that. Did we know it was Ron Burton? I don't believe so, but there are listeners with way better memories yeah. than I have, but I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think we knew it was Ron Burton who said that, but we may have, but now we, we have this reporting that says it was Ron Burton who was against it. And then after that meeting, and this is what I think is the most interesting part, uh, D'Antonio called, I don't know what, to, I guess it's a, a meeting, um, uh, sure. a sort of meeting of the minds. Um, yeah, minds, yeah. We'll to sort that, of yeah. like, yeah, to, to determine what do we do with this. And so um, it's kind of disputed here, but I think the reporting's pretty solid here. So according to the story from Tony Paul, D'Antonio met with a group of, uh, as he puts it, esteemed senior executives um, with admissions director Jim Cotter. Um, and so Cotter, uh, director of admissions, former baseball player who did a lot of different things uh, within the program. Uh, also at that meeting, uh, Bill Beekman, who was then okay. secretary of the board of trustees, MSU police chief James Dunlap, deputy athletic director Jennifer Smith, vice president of student services Denise Maybank, Mark D'Antonio, and Mark Hollis. And so the question they were kicking around is – would Robertson's behavior bar him from MSU? Was the um, diversion program that he went through sort of enough of him sort of serving his time that it was acceptable to bring him? And so if you don't remember, uh, Austin Robertson had assaulted a student uh, at his high school, was kicked out of high school, kicked off the football team, and had to go through a diversionary sort of um, program to as punishment to sort of clear his name uh, and to be eligible to even be able to go to Michigan State. Um, D'Antonio wanted on the, him on the team. Uh, it says here, Mark Hollis did not, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, oh, Bill Beekman uh, voted with D'Antonio. 
to bring Austin Robertson on, um, as well as Cotter and Dunlap, and then Maybank and Smith sided with Hollis. So it kind of came down to D'Antonio, and you know we know how that sort of played out. What I find the most interesting is is a the, this meeting is not was not appropriate. Um, Michigan, it's unique, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, Michigan State has a policy of how to deal with students who have previous criminal happenings in their in their past. Um, there is a process that goes through that. Is this person going to be a danger to campus? I, you know, I don't know how the exact thing, how the exact process goes, but there is a policy, and it makes sense. You know, like someone gets in trouble when they're sixteen, seventeen, they shouldn't be completely banished from going to college forever in their life. If they, you know, pay their debt to society and want to go to college, there should be some sort of um, parsing of their situation, looking at it deeper and determining, is this someone we want on our campus? And I I don't think, you could correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the football coach is usually sitting in on those meetings, Matt. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I've, I've been wrong, but yeah, no, I, I think you're yeah. right there. So that is um, inappropriate for that to have happened, I'm not, you know, I, I read that and I was, I wasn't surprised though, because no, no admissions for school for high level athletes, whether they're good recruits, great recruits, mediocre recruits, if a football coach that wields some power at a university wants a certain player there. Uh, well, especially in 2015 where D'Antonio might as well have been the president of the university yes. as well. Yes. I mean, that's, that's also another thing you got to add. And that's something Tony Paul talks into here is, is that at that time D'Antonio was king. Uh, yes, absolutely. Campus. This was yeah. coming off the playoff. Um, so, yeah, and it's just it's for a decision like that. Like, I I think it would have been totally fair and totally above board had Robertson gone through the normal process and they determined whatever. Like if he if they thought he was, you know, had done enough, paid his debt and was not going to be a risk moving forward, admit him and then he can play football. That's totally fine. But it shouldn't have been athletics in, in fearing in a decision like that, especially when it comes to something like sexual assault against women, sexual violence against women, which as we know is a pretty big issue on all college campuses across the country. Yep. Um, so it's unfortunate uh, that that happened again. I'm not surprised by that. Um, it's not a great look and it's something that, you know, it, it it's tough to say like, cause nothing's going to happen because of this, right? Mark D'Antonio has already survived this scandal. There's yeah, unless like Blackwell's lawyer just throws haymakers. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, that, that'll be a yeah, stay tuned thing. But. Th- yeah, there's not really. Uh, it's 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 like it's a lot of stuff rehashing the past in a lot of ways. And anytime there's a new story, it's a few new details and then a bunch of stuff that we already knew. And so that keeps it kind of from blowing up, uh, if you will. And so this little detail, while it's bad, like maybe if this came out right after Austin Robertson got in trouble and it's like, well, D'Antonio held this secret meeting to get him, sneak him into school. Like that's a different situation. It, we're years apart from it. And unfortunately with outrage and pressure and stuff like that. And the fact that the AD was also in the meeting and approved Austin Robertson coming to, uh, to school, the new AD, I should say, Mark Hollis said, no, Bill Beekman, the new AD was in there and said, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't foresee anything coming of this. Um, but it's really interesting and I think we're starting to get a little bit better picture of Bill Beekman. Um, very much has his hands not clean uh, in this, and very much comes from 
I don't know, the, the secret sort of, uh, however you want to describe it, closed off. I remember this all started because Michigan State refused to release any information from a FOIA request to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this controversy that's been around the programs because the university was so guarded. And it, it seems very clear that Bill Beekman played some role in that. If he's, if he's in that type of meeting, getting a vote on a, a student athlete with a sexual violence history coming to the university like he is not just some schmuck nobody like he had roles in this pull yeah uh had some sort of swing and for him to with that history now be the sitting ad hired by uh an interim president no one essentially yeah during an interim president who was an embarrassment to the university in every single way during the one of the worst sexual abuse scandals in, in the history of college sports and, and really just history, um, for that all to sort of be still lingering like that in the form of, oh, yeah, he's the AD now. Oh, by the way, no athletic department experience. He just kind of sat in on some meetings because people uh, apparently liked him and he stayed around long enough. Um, that is what I would describe as a, a shit show, Matt. What else could you call it? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. No, right, no kidding. Yeah, and yeah, not nothing's gonna happen. Well, as of now, maybe something comes up in the deposition or the proceeding yeah. uh, and lawsuit, whatever. But yeah, it's just uh, another lap in the car here. Just got to sit there and just wait to see what happens, and uh, yeah, just be held hostage as fans and supporters of the university, who obviously don't support uh, everything that has happened, and just see what comes out of it. So. It's it's absolutely and this will be the last the last thing and then we'll move on to sports things. It's absolutely insane to me that an administration, a university administration, uh, an institution as large and important as Michigan State could go through something like the Larry Nasser scandal and the and the stuff that you know has gone along with it. Football, um, the, the the football, uh, I guess the rape case, I guess with with King and Corley and Vance and, and Robertson. Uh, allegations against basketball players, all that stuff. Just maul it up into one and say, look at, you've had all this mess. Mm-hmm. You've had these scandals. Clearly you haven't been doing things 100% the right way. Maybe you should change it. And then Michigan State goes, yeah, we should. And then they turn around and, and don't. They just go like, we're fine. Yeah, right. We're f- yep. Elbow each other. Hey, bud, we're fine. We're fine. Huh? We yeah, get, we they, they, they just this. like wait things out. Like they, they just yeah. wait until everyone is forgotten. But uh, hey, no one's forgotten about you idiots, but no. Well, yeah, it's it's just it's disappointing. And again, it's not a ton of new. It's not like any new crazy allegations against Antonio or the program or anything like that. Um, it's just it's a clearer picture of the process. And it's a very obviously frustrating process that does not seem uh, like it was appropriate. And of course, there are still people who are in that process who are still present and high-ranking members of administration today. And that is annoying and frustrating for the people who want Michigan State who to be a great place, a, a safe place for everyone, who really genuinely love Michigan State and want it to be great. It's just frustrating. So, all right. Let's talk about Cody White leaving for the NFL. Josiah Scott's gone too as well. Um, interesting football season we have coming up next year. Matt, we'll talk about it here in just a minute. All right, let's transition from something that's not fun to talk about to something that is not fun. N- not fun, but also like 
but but not as serious, you know. No. So 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 that's Nowhere good. We're kind of yeah, we know our ways into being able to laugh uh, yeah. during a segment. So that's nice. Yes, I I don't love talking about that stuff, but I'm not gonna ignore. At it. At the end of the day, um, we're an MSU sports podcast, and like it or not, I'm one of the people that don't like it. Uh, believe me, it's not fun to hear. But yeah, you gotta talk about big yeah. stories surrounding your program. So so yeah. But um, I was. Not totally blindsided, but pretty shocked that Cody yeah, White declared God. for the NFL draft. I'm right with you because I was like, "What? What? Oh, yeah. oh my God! No, no!" And then, like after that initial shock subsided, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, I don't can know see how it. much <laughs> tape you can put out next year yes. with a new quarterback, yep. the same struggling offense, yep. and have tape up there that's going to bump you up a few more rounds, yep. like, right?" <laughs> You're you're forty times your forty time right now. I, I yep. don't think he's going to be dropping a tenth of a second on that over the year. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. So at the uh, yeah. sorry, I got to gather myself here. Just like we we're saying, I saw the tweet come up. I'm like, how how? And then five minutes later, well, how could he not? You know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So. Uh, I processed it the exact same way. I was like, you know what? Uh, he doesn't know who's going to be throwing him the ball next year. Things could get, like, he could absolutely get totally lost in the wash. And he's got a little bit of juice right now. I mean, like, people who are whose job it is to find college players to be professionals on their teams are aware of him. And certainly you would think value him enough to provide an opinion um, that would make him turn pro. And Cody's dad worked uh, in the NFL. And yep. I don't know, he may still. Um, I, I should know that. Um, has a lot of NFL connections, though. Worked in the NFL for decades. Uh, there's something telling me that Cody White got a pretty decent amount of feedback uh, that provided him a pretty clear picture of where his stock is right now. And yeah. I don't think if he got like, well, you're kind of an undrafted free agent guy from everyone that he's going, I think he probably got a lot of, you know, you're definitely going to get drafted fifth, sixth, seventh round type. Um, in a spot where there is a guaranteed salary of the <laughs> six-figure region, which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, as a junior in college, that's enough for me to go. All yeah. right, see you guys later. Good <laughs> luck with everything. I'll be watching you guys on TV on Saturdays. Don't worry. Yeah, someone so, yeah. someone asked me that, like, what are the chances, percent chances he get drafted? And I, I, I said, just, like, uh, probably close to 100 because mm, I don't think he would leave if say. he didn't have a good idea, like, that he's going to get drafted. It happens. I was going to say 99%, and that 1% is barring – horrible injury yeah at, like a combine event like that's, yeah. that's all i could see happening like even with lj scott um you know when he left school when he made his decision he was a surefire draft pick and had a just catastrophically bad by all accounts pre-draft process in terms of testing wheels on the bus went completely had an there. injury yeah. and then just sort of it didn't show up to a, a thing and, and just didn't Practices si- are important to show up yeah, to if you're trying to make an NFL team. Yeah, for, didn't sign uh, as an undrafted. Did a rookie try? It was just it was a strange process. So I don't see it playing out like that. I think Cody White has pretty good information with his dad's connections. Probably got a good, honest evaluation that says you're going to get drafted if you yeah. leave this year. And he looked around and said, "You know what? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, come back for a four and eight season with uh, I don't God knows who's throwing me the ball with Will or Hunter go get the bag the in the football. NFL. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, I I would I I, I understand." <laughs> He came to the conclusion. Yeah, I've uh, never had like did. a like a 
change of opinion sharper than I did in those five minutes between <laughs> the news initially coming out and then realizing, like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only way to go yeah. about this. So, um, so Cody White, uh, and honestly, it's kind of like he he balled out a little bit at the second half of the season. Like he had a slow mm-hmm. start and he almost got to he still did. almost got to a thousand receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. I ended the season as shout the, out to Rutgers. Yeah, that's shout right. out to Rutgers. <laughs> Uh, Rutgers game certainly helped. Um, yeah, three touchdowns, played... one sixty yards. It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he played well and is a good football player and is someone who I thought was a pro prospect coming into the season. I didn't think it would be this year, but like we just talked about, it makes sense um, yeah. for a lot of reasons for him. That uh, leads us to a, the other side of it, Matt. Oh, let's get even more fun. Yeah, let's do it. Do you know? Nope, I don't. Who the number one receiver by yardage mm-hmm. returning for Michigan State football is next season? It is one of a very experienced receiver. Uh, true freshman Trey Mosley. It um, is. is. Yes. Yes. True yes. freshman yes. Trey Mosley, who did not play until the second half yes. of the season, is the leading returner receiver, 216 yards on 21 catches. Now, but damn it, those 216 yards are the best 216 yards you'll find on this side of the Mississippi River. That's <laughs> that that is a fact, and it's a very misleading fact. We can acknowledge that um, because along with Trey Mosley, you're also returning Jalen Naylor, who undoubtedly would have eclipsed that number had he not gotten hurt. Again, his injury history is not awesome. Um, I'm looking at him the same way I'm looking at like Josh Langford head into this season. It's like, yeah, oh, we're gonna have all these players like Langford. It's like, <laughs> like, let me see it. Yeah, right. I, I'm gonna have to see this play on person. Like, yeah. I know being healthy isn't a skill. It's a skill. Like, you got to be like a, a healthy player and be able to play yeah. football. And he's been injury ridden his first two years here. So, yeah. yeah. Excuse me for like not being all necessarily jazzed up about Naylor. I mean, do I think he's a good player? Sure. Am I going to count on him to play more than five games this year? I, I don't know how I can. So yeah, because kind of a... again, it's not like MSU's track record of injury prevention and care <laughs> is that strong. If it was another program, maybe I'd have some faith. Perhaps I would have some faith. Uh, it's MSU where I, I I don't even know who the doctor is. It could be Sparty for all we know. It's me. Oh, it is you. Okay, sorry. Well, I don't mean to bash you, um, but Jesus, do a better job, man. All right. So. <laughs> so you got Naylor, um, yes. Julian Barnett as well, who we'll see if he switches back to the defensive side of the ball, but certainly the athletic skill is there. It's just translating to being a good football player. He might have know. to play 120 plays on each side of the ball <laughs> this year, just he, 60 on offense, 60 on defense. He uh, he struggled with some of the nuances and, and being a professional, or not a professional, but being a big-time collegiate athlete. It's a jump, and you know sure. Mark D'Antonio is slow to take the reins off guys uh as we know and so julian barnett false starts in a game and then gets benched for the rest of the game stuff like that but there's yep. still certainly some athletic pedigree there that you like Jaden reed um yep. Yep. freshman all-american will be eligible uh transfer from western michigan that'll be huge um and he can mm-hmm. do a lot of things similar to naylor um and had a really dynamic freshman season for western that's going to help the return game as well mm-hmm. um Trenton Gillison came on a little bit at the end of the season as well. CJ Hayes uh, and Larice Nelson are some depth. Uh, And you got a a couple of decent-looking freshmen. Uh, Trayvon Morgan is 6'6", redshirted this year, hurt his knee. 
uh, and redshirted this year, another big guy who they they liked uh, coming out of high school. So there are some decent players left in terms of the, the pass catchers, but... It's promise. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah, promise. Yeah, there's promise there. It sucks, of course, losing, losing Cody White. It'd be great to have him back. Um, but Michigan State's losing at its quarterback. It's number top two pass catchers. Top three pass catchers, actually. Matt Seibert has gone too. Um, and so that is certainly concerning uh, <laughs> when you kind of look at it from that angle. But there is it's not a doom and gloom scenario because there is some good talent left behind. Yeah, yeah, there's, again, promise is the word I'm going to use. I'm not going to say, like, oh, yeah, no, it's guaranteed that these guys are going to be bangers no. of uh, wide receivers. <laughs> like, could they be? Oh, my God, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. There is, there's some upside. Um, it could Let's also, also get put it this way. That there's more concern on the team than wide receivers. Like, even with Cody yeah. White's departure, yeah. even with Stewart leaving, like, it's, it's still not the position we got to worry about, so lose sleep over <laughs> something else other than receivers, I guess, is what we're trying to say yeah. to everyone. Yeah, it, it stinks. Um, would love to have them, but it, it's one spot where I guess, like, you know what? They can kind of absorb the loss. Like, I think they'll be okay in terms of pass catchers. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about cheating, Matt. Mm-hmm. Would you cheat to bring your team a title? We will talk about it in just a second. All right, Matt, Tom Fernelli, writer, college football writer for CBS Sports, posed the question on Twitter, would you cheat to ensure your team a championship? This was in light of the Houston Astros GM and co- or manager getting suspended for a year. Um, they won a World Series, and then everyone got suspended for cheating, but can't take away the World Series. So, Matt, I will pose mm-hmm. the question to you. Yes. Would you cheat to ensure a, we can do football or basketball or both, just like a, mm-hmm. a title, a big-time title for Michigan State, a national title, would you cheat to ensure it? So if you asked me five or more years ago, I would have been naive and said, no, no way. <laughs> um, I would so have said in, yes in, in high school. <laughs> in, see, I would. I, I, no, see, I, I was way too ignorant back then. I would have been like, oh, yeah. no way, not my Spartans. We do it the right way. However, okay, what's happened the last five years? I don't know, just like some little FBI thing. I, they're a <laughs> local organization. Um, they've had some wiretaps that have really heavily implicated some programs. Arizona for one. Kansas for another. North Carolina doesn't send their players to class. Uh, okay, so what has happened in Arizona? They must have got, wow, they must have cleaned house of that coaching staff. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, no, they're still firing all cylinders, ranking the top 20, doing fine. Well, Bill Self, he must have felt a little sheepish that, you know, his program was being dragged through the mud. Oh, they had strippers with money being rained on them at their midnight madness as Bill Self is shooting a video with an Adidas shirt with a giant money chain over him. With Snoop oh, okay. Well, certainly, certainly they were punished. Oh, they, oh, they weren't? Oh, that's weird. Okay, well, probably, you know, maybe they just got the little guys like LSU because they were also brought up in. Oh, they just had to wave goodbye to an assistant. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, they would were the I victims, cheat? Matt. Would I cheat to get a title? Are you kidding me? Would I? Che- I would build a gated community at that Cherry Hill parking lot just south of Breslin Center, <laughs> only, only for five-star basketball players. There's, you know, and we'll venture into football here because. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah this is only happening in basketball, please. Oh, no, of course this isn't happening in football. That's ridiculous to even think that. What you just said, like mm-hmm. five-star hotel for basketball players, mm-hmm. that is literally what the University of Kentucky has. That's not even cheating, Matt. 
All right. They have a basketball player's dorm that is yes. like a hotel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, continue. How else is... would you cheat? Well, th- there are rumors. You win the lottery. You're you're a multimillionaire. Would, yeah, again, you have money, seven... money cannot be an option. Yes. Yeah. You have N- $700 million. Yes, yes. Um, so there's rumors that I've read a few places that, and I'm not going to name which Georgia-based SEC school this is, but <laughs> if you're a five-star athlete, just for visiting campus, $1,000 in your hand right when you pull up. Sometimes Dang. it's five grand. You pull up to East Lansing, c- come to my Maserati dealership, pick out your color and vehicle that you want. You're driving away in it. I don't even care if you commit here. This is just for getting you in the door. If you commit here, you will be backstroking in Scrooge McDuck's vault of money. If you need anything... I won't even give you a burner phone. I'm not going to have a burner phone. I'll give you my personal number and just call me and I'll be there with a sack of cash just like that. I mean, yeah, would I cheat? Are you kidding me? (laughs) No one gets punished for cheating. Why wouldn't you cheat? How could you not cheat? Like, forget, miss me with all this, like, integrity BS. I love. No. Win, 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 cheat, cheat, cheat. Of course I would cheat. Nothing happens to anyone that cheats. That's the moral of the story. The bad guys always win. Let's be the bad guys. Screw it. Why not? Everyone else is doing it. And I want to be clear that cheating we're referencing is only in regards to providing improper benefits to players. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. No, just just rolling out the bankroll. I I, want to have a salary cap higher than the Pistons, man. Come on. I So I love the idea of you with your Maserati dealership. I'm doing something similar. Like Mm -hmm. not even just a single one. Like I'm going to open a used car thing and we're just going to sell – like really high end cars, Land Rovers, yeah. Maserati, yeah. whatever, BMW. Yeah, with like five hundred miles on them, but sell them for three hundred yep. bucks. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not selling them. What I'm doing is, um, we're gonna have a big recruiting meeting. Uh, D'Antonio yes. puts it together. Izzo puts it together. Whatever. They're all all the five star, four star kids are all in a room together. Like, hey, we're out here on campus. Yada yada. And I'm gonna have me and my staff are just gonna drive to the the lot wherever they're having it. We're gonna park all the cars. It's going to be 50, 40, 50 cars parked in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take all the keys in a bucket, and mm-hmm. I'm going to walk into the room and be like, oh, huh? I'm in the wrong room. Oh, who, who are you, fine gentlemen? Oops. You, you look tall. Oops, I dropped all these keys. I need to go. <laughs> uh, and then I'm leaving. <laughs> and a that, shame. Every, once With title and registration uh, printed out for every single person in that yep. room, coincidentally, as well. Yep. It's, it's very strange how this works. It's going to be check under your, you know how you go to an event? Like, everybody, check under your seat. Someone's a yes. winner. <laughs> yes. Everyone's going to go under their seat, and there's going to be a title filled out with all their information, and that'll be the car that's theirs. <laughs> you mm-hmm. just go. You grab your keys from the ground. Yep. Oh, I didn't even know. And then oh, you wait. just... What's, Drive on out that, of there. What's that on the driver's seat? Oh, that looks like digits to an account huh. that's for a trust fund that can get unlocked after your four years are done. Because I'm not going to cheat that much, okay? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have some money lying around, too, that the players can touch after they leave as well. Because I'm a classy bagman. Yes. A classy one. I'm I, looking out for these kids. I, I want am, that to be very clear. I am um, just I'm brown paper bagging it. You get in the car, there's a brown paper bag on the front seat. Stacks. That's mm-hmm. it. Just, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, I've got, let's say I've got a billion dollars. I can give out a million dollars every year in cars and yep. stacks of cash to yep. 30, 40 recruits. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Easy. I could probably go up to 10 million. Sure. You know, one to 10 million. At that rate, um, it'll take me 100 years to run out of money. <laughs> 
yeah. if I do ten no, million great. dollars a year. You leave um, a legacy behind you. It's great. Oh yeah, you don't even need to name stuff after me. I don't care. I don't have an ego like that. I'm just, I'm just. Oh, look at this. Trevor Lawrence is here. Bag. Uh, I, you know what? Since I'm petty and uh, vain, I, I would like a tailgating lot named after me. That, that's mm-hmm. all. Maybe with like a small plaque by go. like the Porta Johns. That, that'd be fine Perfect. enough for me. Yeah, that, that's all I want. I do like that. Even just five years ago, like when you were in college or just right out of college, you were mm-hmm. of the belief that your program was above that and that college sports no, cared about yeah. cheating. Yeah. I, when I was in high school, or maybe it was like a year out, it was before I went to college, mm-hmm. um, a friend of my brother's who had access like worked in the university and had access to training areas mm-hmm. uh, would interact with football and basketball players. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me a story of how unnamed players mm-hmm. were going back and forth mm-hmm. about different things they had received. And, mm-hmm. the, and the football player was mad that the basketball player had gotten a better car than him. Ah, shoot. Which is, you know, it's basketball. There's only, there's less guys on the team. Um, oh, the, the dollar goes far with yeah, the basketball Yeah, dollar goes further. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, he was mad, uh, and, and they're kind of talking crap to each other about how much better the basketball player had gotten it in terms of gifts. So at that moment, I had a pretty well, good idea. I was like, you know, I'm pretty skeptical. I think a lot of people cheat at that moment. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right football player you should have worked on your jumper a little bit more i don't tell you yeah and uh if you don't believe us go find an alabama football player on instagram (laughs) yeah please yeah (laughs) well that's an eighty thousand dollar car how'd you (laughs) afford it oh that's strange huh (laughs) Huh. that's a pretty good job you got there (laughs) oh yeah so yeah uh what i cheat Please, I, I couldn't fast enough. <laughs> yeah, I could not cheat fast enough. I, at the lottery press conference, I would just outright tell the whole <laughs> world what I'm going to do with this money. If you're a four star or five star gentleman out there, come to East Lansing. I, you are going to get a sack of money, a big old sack of money. So my my DMs are open. Thousand yeah. dollar high fives coming in hot. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today's show. Reminder, send us questions for a mailbag, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com or on Twitter at Will underscore underscore Hunter, 1L2 underscores at Sheehan underscore sports. Uh, find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Tomorrow uh, we'll probably do some basketball unless we get a bunch of uh, mailbag questions and maybe we'll um, have some news on something I, I doubt there's any sort of pressing thing but I want to talk a little bit about uh, Aaron Henry and some other guys that are maybe struggling uh, a little bit so that's kind of what we have planned for now for tomorrow's episode I know that's news to you Matt it is, is. <laughs> alright thanks so much everyone for listening join us tomorrow Matt take us on home if you're a 4 or 5 star recruit out there uh, come on down to Matt's Car Carnival Get a reasonably priced Ferrari or a Lamborghini or Maserati for a low, low price of your commitment. I just want to say State basketball and football. You botched that. Matt's Carnival is what you need to call it. C A R R in all caps. God. Bye. Goodbye. God, I can't believe I blew that. God.